This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry. Hafta and a very happy Ganesh Chaturthi to you. Because of that festival, our song will also be dedicated to Vigna Harta Ganesh Ji. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. With me on the panel today, Madhu Trehan, editor-in-chief. Hi, Madhu. Hello. Manisha Pandey, our award-winning journalist. Hello. <laughs> and Aarti Tiku Singh, who is our guest from the Times of India. Hi, Aarti. Hi. Hi. I will just introduce you before we go into all the things we're going to discuss. Aarti Tiku Singh is a Delhi-based journalist and currently senior assistant editor with The Times of India. She is a Kashmiri Pandit, okay, and has always worked. Why is this? Who's, who's prepared this? I, I, what are you, Manisha? Tell me too. She's a Kumaoni Pandit. No, but you're actually Gupta. Yeah, I really object to this uh, introduction yeah. because uh, I don't identify myself uh, so primarily gl- as Kashmiri Pandit. In fact, I was going to come uh, to that. We've discussed yeah. this once before in the Hafta, but I'll just finish this yeah. and I want to come back to this. Yeah. You've done a master's in international relations and economic policy from Columbia University. Are you Columbia? Madhu is Columbia. I found both Columbia. So, when you were studying, did you go to Cartagena or is this a different Columbia University? Uh, no, well, okay. I was in New York, in New York City. So. Oh, achha, that's a different <laughs> Columbia. Shit, all this time I thought you were in South America. Yo, Gadu. ole. No, He's that's trying to be funny. This is overly <laughs> trying to be funny. This is called Koshish. Yeah. This is like called you Koshish. Koshish is a lot of confusion. This is a very famous dialogue of a politician. No, but you know, I've had once before we discussed on Hafta long ago, Arti, that Kashmiri Pandits is identified as a community. Mm-hmm. Why? There were no other castes in Kashmir? Well, this is, uh, are we debating this? No, is, no, I just, part of, part of the Hafta, I'm curious. Yeah, sure. Well, the thing is that, I mean, I ask yeah. because it's always yeah. the Kashmiri Pandit issue and I was no. always curious, there's no other caste no, there? No, no. Historically, Kashmir hmm. did have all uh, the caste that the rest of India did have. Hmm. But when massive uh, conversions happened, which is around uh, 14th century, uh, Kashmir, a lot of castes, in fact, most of the castes actually converted to Islam. And uh, a lot of coercive conversion happened in Kashmir under uh, Sultan Butchikan. And the only ones uh, who sort of escaped conversion were the ones who, who left Valley. And uh, they migrated to South India for a long time until very tolerant and a pluralistic uh, you know, a king took over. So then they went back. Then they went back. So the Brahmins, uh, you know, of today are the ones who went back. And there is a legendary story that only 11 families were left behind uh, at the time when Butchikan was there. So that means there genuinely is no other caste there of Hindu So as of, no, as of today, among Kashmiri Pandits, there are sub-castes. Like there's a priest But they're all Pandits, basically. Uh, No, Pandit is a title. Pandit is a title because... Oh, sorry, uh, it has nothing to do with the Brahmin caste. No, Pandit specifically is a title. Simply for the reason that the Brahmins who were sort of, you know, uh, under, say, the Persian rule and the other Muslim rules, uh, kingdoms, they uh, were primarily into research and scholarship and, um, you know, they would uh, learn the language of the court. So they were seen as scholars and Pandit was just a title. But what you're saying is, but they're all Brahmins. Uh, Yes, you could say that they are Brahmins, but even within the Brahmin uh, caste, there's a stratification. Okay, but but the only Hindus there were Brahmins. I mean, you will have to, I mean, you will have to understand it like this, that... uh, 
Brahmin essentially in the rest of the mainstream India is the priest, right? The the priestly class, the uh, in, the in scholarly class. Yeah, the, the scholarly class. But in among Kashmiri pundits, uh, priest class is like a different caste altogether, and people who go to services for you know. Uh, so they're not pundits. They then. they're not really. They're okay. not the priest class. So there's stratification. It's a complex system. Okay. Now I must also throw in my plug line. When the public pays, the public is served. And when advertisers and governments pay, advertisers and governments are served. Support news laundry. Pay to keep news free. Support independent media. Because So a whole bunch of stuff happened this week. Vijay Malia caused this whole storm which occupied prime time yesterday. By the way, news laundry prime time is back. So you can tune in on Wednesday on our Twitter handle and, you know, our whole staff is going to watch the new primetime news and tweet it out so you don't have to. So Vijay Malia claims he met finance minister for leaving India and today we are seeing demands to check the CCTV cameras on how long the meeting was and where it was. In German Kashmir, confusion over the verdict or the Supreme Court verdict that decriminalizes homosexuality, whether it applies to state or not. In fact, there's a piece and scroll on it which hopefully gives you some clarity. Then Serena Williams controversy, whole gender issue blew up and today I have three ladies on the panel. I'd love to discuss this because I want to see how, <laughs> how, all we, up for it. <laughs> how we perceive it differently. Then people excluded from the final list of the NRC will be disenfranchised and deported, says Ram Madhav. And on this, the BJP is, I think, playing good cop, bad cop because Amit Shah had said that 40 lakh log illegal and he had like clubbed all of them, painted them all with the same brush. And then later the BJP said, no, there's going to be appeal and then we'll only ah, decide. Radnath is like the nice guy who's so, like, no, no, no one will be targeted. So, so now they're, I think again, Ramadha is playing bad cop and now some will play good cop. And I think they also use Subramanyu Swami for that with the whole 377 issue with him saying that it's, there'll be gay bars and we'll all become, we'll all be running around the streets saying, yeah. oh, oh, homo agai, homo agai maro. <laughs> but Swami is still, I mean, even after the verdict, he's... So, change uh, his position on that. And one interesting article, which uh, it's actually Supreme Court has made an observation. Uh, well, not the Supreme Court. A judge has made an observation during an event. I'll tell you the judge's name. At the P.D. Desai Memorial Lecture Series, Justice Uday U. Lalit said that media must regulate itself in reporting on criminal trial. And I will discuss with the journalists on this because I think this impacts all of us. Let's start off with this whole Vijay Malia controversy. Just I'll put context and then, you know, Madhu can come in first and then we'll go this way with the ladies. Yesterday, Vijay Malia came out for a smoke break and uh, during his court appearance and everyone pounced on him saying that you said you met Arun Jaitley. He claimed he said it because, you know, someone asked him a question and I said, yeah, I met Arun Jaitley before I came and I said I wanted to settle. And he says, you guys, I just want to make a controversy around it. And of course, he gave the media people a lecture on journalism. I was like, hal haddo ga yaar, ye to hamara kaam hai hafte pe karna. And then someone asked him, the good thing about as a pack is everyone can be uninhibited and ask any question because there's no danger of making a fool of yourself. Because the person said, were you tipped off? And then you went because you were tipped off that you're going to be arrested. A, did the person turn expect Vijay to say, yes, I was actually, I was tipped off by XYZ. I was, I mean, it was, the, even Vijay looked at the guy saying, what kind of question is that? But that became the circus and it was on prime time across all channels. However, the Hindi channels didn't pick it up. We did prime time last night. Yeah. So, two questions. A, how credible is a Malia claim, which he says was casual or in parliament? 
And how big a deal is it? I mean, has anything changed significantly in the case? Yeah, Aarti, come in on that. What do you think? Well, um, my tendency is actually to stay away from Congress versus BJP debates on social media. Mm. And I think uh, Vijay Malay is one of those topics which is totally, you know, Congress press versus BJP press. And it plays out day in, day out, you know, day out on social media. Having said that... Um, I think we must remind ourselves that Vijay Malia is not the only culprit in the system. It's an entire system which has been fed both by the Congress and the BJP and all other political parties that have stayed in power. Uh, they scratch each other's back when in opposition they make lofty claims that they're going to get all these corrupt uh, corporate leaders and all the uh, political leaders. And when in power, everything changes. We did hear a lot about, you know, um, BJP made very tall claims about Vadras and Gandhis and... Yeah, what, five years have passed. Yeah, nothing, yeah exactly. Nothing, no and nothing has happened. You know, we nothing has moved in the Vadra case either. That I think he's bringing up Arun Jetli is not a big deal. Uh, I don't think Jetli did anything wrong by listening to him. Hmm. But but what does raise questions and not pointing to Jetli on this, there has to be some people within the organize within the administration or government area or customs or whatever. There are people who were involved who ignored the fact that here was a man who was about to be accused, which was public knowledge at that point, for his the kind of things, the kind of money he owed the banks, that he was leaving and he was allowed to leave. Much, yeah, much I mean, like Quatroki, like he yeah. left just before he used to be arrested. And but I think such a high-profile case, I mean, at the top level, the, if someone really didn't want to leave, he wouldn't have left. What I'm saying is yeah, this cannot absolutely. be happening. my point. Yeah, but it can't no, happen at the mid-level. I'm saying no, it can happen in the mid-level. It mid can level. happen. I mean, Nira Modi, for example. It can happen in the mid-level. It can happen at the lowest level. That is where work usually yeah. gets done. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody must have, whether it came from the top or the middle or the bottom, the point is there has to have been collusion to allow him to leave. So, Manisha, now coming to the case of the nun, who has alleged rape and she's been, I don't know, today it may have changed, but at least till yesterday, she had been interrogated five times and the guy she'd accused had been interrogated once. Uh, you might want to give us a little background on it. And whoever's written the copy for this has said the rape. Karthik, have you written this? Oh, Manisha, the rape <laughs> of Anand in Kerala has taken an ugly turn with Beep, like PC George and Mission of Jesus coming in support of the accused bishop. Beep? You were using beep? I mean, because... <laughs> you were weird, this, this thing, relationship with abuse. Sometimes no, you're like, you'll go all the way no, ahead and then... Uh, but I will not call someone a chutia except myself. I will use the word as a generality, but I'll not say ex chutia hai, at least not on the podcast. So what I'm saying is here... This the was me. Word has it's been such a beep-worthy thing that PC said. George. So. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, tell us, uh, and what do you think of the coverage? A, uh, sorry, before you come in, I think the first people who take up this and run wall to wall with it was NDTV and Sneha Koshi. They did huh. not let the story go. They took it up in the morning. I remember watching it. It was like wall to wall before it was taken up by the rest of the media. I think NDTV has a bit of liberal guilt also. Before someone asks them, Ki, oh, now you're not going to talk about Kerala. They're like, no, I think it's they're, because they, they have feel a, like nahi, nahi, no, I think it's <laughs> just the geography. If there's a case in Gujarat, they don't have any bureau in Gujarat but or Rajasthan. They have Sneha Koshin, she's a very good reporter. Because they have even. someone there. I think that's why they went to that. Anyway, oh, <laughs> okay. Huh. Sneha Koshi has been doing some good reporting there. But this case, so the FIR was filed in June. The interrogation happens in August. Everything is done. The police files uh, their report to the High Court and says that this guy is 
you know he has been committing 13 times he's raped this nun and he's they've done everything and they go and the high court is happy with whatever has happened whatever the investigation has been but somehow this guy just does not get arrested they go to jalandhar his men he makes the police wait for 4 hours his men beat up the media people who've come there and there's just no arrest wow, when did this happen all this was happening that's when it really became that's when the protests why uh, news started reporting it I mean there were reports on it since June but mm. why we picked it up was after the protests of the nuns mm. who came out and who finally said that ab sab kuch ho gaya why is this guy not getting arrested mm. and then you have people like PC George he's a repeat offender apparently he said a lot of nasty things say things like you know she's a prostitute and all that he says these things and the nun actually cancels her first press meet Hmm. because you get intimidated you get yeah. intimidated and obviously you're worried like and it is sometimes i mean these things like this i really wonder about how much of free speech should be you know because even yesterday you had every panel discussing this you had one guy on the panel just questioning this nun how could she have been you know but she was smiling but she was seen happy 13 times it is not possible what is the point of this the point here is okay whether he's guilty or let's not pronounce him guilty but there's an investigation there's a procedure no other regular person could behave like this bishop is behaving yeah and and then you have the missionaries the of cops. jesus saying we think he is innocent and all that mm. and kerala church obviously these guys are very powerful and whatever whoever whichever party they back it's very important for the parties to be in the good books of the church so that they can get that capture the vote bank that these guys have and hopefully i think there'll be enough pressure and this guy will be arrested i hope so right but uh, but so far yeah, it, but it it's funny because so many people in the media were like should the vatican intervene i'm like dude vatican has been sitting on child sex abuse for like for a so decade long. now yeah. who hasn't yeah. done anything on his yeah. last v- public visit yeah. there was so much of apprehension uh of wh- how he would be received which is a real question mark because in never in in recent history he being pope uh, mm. has there ever been fear that the pope is unpopular and this has really brought a different color to the catholic church hmm. and the fact of their l- lack of response lack of reaction yeah. lack of any activity covering it up not taking action all that it's really reprehensible so and there's a uh, he's apparently called for a global meet to with to all with all the bishops to address the problem of sexual abuse and there was this case which is in the US that's been prominent as 300 priests being accused of sexual abuse of kids across six churches the vatican apparently the highest authorities knew that this was happening they didn't do anything about it and one of them ha- apparently happens to be a church fr- uh, priest from bangalore news minute has a report on it but wow, it okay. is like this hold of the church is just it's shocking some of you trying to subscribe from outside india uh, would have been facing some problems in the last few weeks that you're not getting the otp because rezape asks you for an otp before you can actually make the payment there is some issues coming up in some of the rezape payments from overseas in which case i su- suggest at least to really fix that glitch you use paypal to subscribe send your paypal payment to prashant@newslaundry.com and send us a screenshot to subscription at newslaundry.com with your name and email or wherever you've subscribed from so i repeat send a paypal payment to prashant@newslaundry.com and a screenshot to subscription at newslaundry.com and from the back end we'll activate your subscription at least till we can finish this otp problem for uh, potential subscribers from out of india so now quickly on the next issue i would want the ladies to tell me you know this whole thing happened of the us open a cartoon came out An Australian newspaper had a cartoon where they showed Serena Williams as a crying baby with thick lips, you know, exaggerated features, jumping on the racket, and a whole sexism debate took off. 
you know whether you want to start arthi want to start did you see the whole thing i'm not a major tennis watcher but just because of this whole debate i said okay let me see hua kya did you watch it what is your take and did you see the cartoon and mm. sexist yeah, racist yeah i saw it and i saw the t- uh, cartoon i don't find the cartoon objectionable that's how she looks is being uh, overly politically correct i mean what did they want a white skinned person with thin lips that's not how serena <laughs> looks i think she's very comfortable with being black and she's very comfortable with her lips and whatever else she is with her race i don't think she has any problem with it i don't see why anyone is it's just being like bending over backwards as far as her argument is concerned there are many tennis players male who have had issues like this and who had bad tempers john mcenro was one he used to smash rackets and the other one was that romanian G- guy there was even jimmy what not jimmy carter bol raha tha main what jimmy corners jimmy corners ha yeah, yeah. and uh, so there have been quite a few who hmm. had tan- tantrums over the thing uh, i think she was within her rights to have a tantrum i think i'm not you know saying that she did the wrong thing maybe according to tennis etiquette she was wrong but as far as i'm concerned on a personal level i think she's entitled to have a tantrum and i wouldn't judge her on that what i do object to is that to suddenly bring it into as a feminist issue i don't see it as a feminist issue because if people objected and uh, and they did object to bad behavior by male tennis players which they have many times jimmy connors was not praised for his tantrums hmm. he was really criticized for it in the same sense she was criticized for it so take it like a woman hmm. you know nice. there is no reason for her to have br- brought the feminist part and i am getting increasingly as from the event we witnessed last night with this lady who came i'm getting increasingly sensitive and apprehensive about uh the feminist cause being played with being in unrelated misplaced issues misplaced and being used in areas by which undermining the feminist cause right hmm manisha i don't watch tennis at all but again i did watch this one because everyone ayush and all our colleagues were talking about it when i watched it i was honestly i was like this is not i mean she very politely says you're a thief or whatever i was expecting her to really lose it i mean <laughs> what i'd heard so i was like this is chorot no she's very like you're a thief <laughs> like ji Mr. Ray Kerry because when you see because I've also seen some men like losing it going there into it she was out of it mm. I, I, my daughter said she is in postnatal mm. mental so state so i didn't think she was specifically rude but then i read some at least very good piece in new york uh, times that talks about like yeah there are men who do worse like there's men i've seen some videos where they're smashing the racket calling the referee a jerk and like really being assholeish and getting away with it but this is one of those tricky places where you it's very easy for you to do what about re but you shouldn't because the point is not that men get away with it but the point is what you shouldn't be getting away with and what is the game all about and she was wrong in the things that she did and the referee has his right to sort of pull her down and so while there is context it is true that there is sexism you can't say uh, that sexism hai to wo bhi kare to mujhe bhi karna do it's like a murderer saying but you know he got away with the murder why can't i i mean the way i saw it was you know uh, back and i've articulated this in office back in the day when there was only doordarshan so anything that would come on tv you'd watch so i used to watch the wimbledon although i was never particularly fascinated with tennis and i remember 1985 and boris becker won he was this young 18 year old who came out of nowhere and he won the wimbledon final i don't know whether you remember that final but it was it goes back in history like for me you know jordan's final shot as a as bulls in what 99 or 98 or i don't know uh, uh, football zidane's goal you know that volley that he hit boris becker's victory was in that league for naomi osaka this could have been that moment yeah exactly it could have been where this 
young girl yeah. who is yeah. not a contender comes and yeah. beats, beats Serena. Yeah. But what Serena did was she took that away, away from this her young glory. girl. She took away her glory. And the whole thing became about Serena. Serena yeah. and her and also uh, i remember there was uh, who was the name of, i asked you before who used to grunt a lot while doing <laughs> the big Ste- grunt steph monica sellers no, monica sellers used to she used grunt. to shout quite a bit yeah she didn't grunt no, but no, she not used chris, to but like, the, yeah. Yeah. and i remember the the youngsters would not say anything hmm. but if she was playing someone like a hinges or a, or, or or a well known player like steffi they tell the referee just tell her to pipe down i mean hmm. this is not okay hmm. similarly if it was a steffi or someone like that at the other end and serena was behaving like this i do believe that player would have gone and said look i cannot play with this kind of behavior yeah. happening yeah. this is breaking my concentration yeah. but because this she was a young girl and she couldn't say anything because she was overawed by this girl yeah. i think that is the flaw with what how serena behaved yeah and i agree with madhu i think you know gender is thrown in by places where it doesn't belong but All of you listening in uh the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.